Trust in God and God will make your path straight and in all things and everything, lean on God for your understanding. Please be seated. Welcome to those who arrived. I did welcome everyone. So, Patricia, you're coming from work, yeah? Lovely to see you all. As we come to, to today's service, today is the start of a journey in which we look at what is serving us and our relationship with God and what we keep and what we press the eject button on. And when you come on Sunday, you'll have a little Lenten passport, so make sure you get your copy. And each week, whatever the reading is from the Gospel, there's an activity. And we'll go through, this is an activity, and there's a statement each week that I want you to fill in. It says, I will repent from and write it in. And then like last year when we had uh, Good Friday, we have a moment where you get to write all the things you want to hand over onto the cross or nail on the cross with Jesus and you leave it at the foot of the cross and that'll go into the fire when we have our uh, bonfire on the Saturday afternoon. So they're the sort of steps that we're looking at in terms of giving you something to really sit with and really follow. But it all starts with Ash Wednesday and it all starts with the cross of the ashes that we have tonight. In Joel, we see a trumpet sounding a call to repentance and change. The sound echoes throughout all the land and tells everyone that the Lord is near and that they should restore their holiness. In Joel's world, giving alms, praying, keeping fasts were ways in which someone could show signs of holiness and devotion and return to God with their heart. Wearing ashes, though, was not listed on one of these signs of devotion. Indeed, in the ancient world, wearing ashes in any sense was, a symbol, was not a symbol of showing that God loved you, but was a, was a symbol of your complete and utter humiliation. In Daniel, we read how, in Daniel chapter 9, verse 3, we read how Daniel turns back to God in sackcloth and covered in ashes. In Jonah, we read about the king um, hearing of the impending destruction of Nineveh and wearing sackcloth and sitting in the dust. Rather than serving to declare our holiness, wearing ashes is literally a proclamation of our sinfulness, our mortality, our finite existence. It is so much nicer to be able to say, I fasted today, I mourned today, I wept for all my sins. And this is what Jesus is talking about. People were getting so caught up in, the, um, in sharing how they were going about doing it instead of wearing the symbols that said, I have nothing to offer in this situation. I'm dust. I am nothing except for the breath of God in my life. That's a big statement. And that's one that comes from the heart. That is one that makes you vulnerable to God. And so having ashes was a sign of being vulnerable to God because without the breath of God, we recognise that we are the dust that we're sitting in or the ashes that we've thrown on. Wearing ashes and sackcloth was saying to the world, I have really, really messed up. I am nothing, less than nothing. Literally, just a handful of dust. In wearing ashes on Ash Wednesday, how, we devote, how devoted we are and what good Christians we are could be considered by the fact that we're here and getting ashes. But what, what it does say to the world around us is in fact how terrible we are and how sinful we are 
As Christians, we should have no problem declaring our sinfulness before God and seeking to repent because the grace of God washes over us and restores our relationship for eternal life. Our ashes proclaim that we have strayed from the path of Christ because we turned away from Christ and the gospel of Christ to do things in our own way, in our own power. It shows that we have not lived out the fruits of the Holy Spirit in our lives, but we may have lived by worry, fear, pride, selfishness, unkindness and anger. As, our ashes, as we wear our ashes, we proclaim to the world that we are mortal, that we are finite, that in the grand scheme of things, our lives are an incredibly short verse. I, when we talk about reconciliation with our First Nation people, um, I, I heard that in the book of, of the journey of Australia, the last 200 years is but a paragraph. This is similar to, uh, to what we are in terms of God's grand plan. We have a role to play, but we are just one part of the bigger picture. One of the big differences, though, that between the ashes that we wear and the ashes that would have been, and the way the ashes would have been worn in the ancient world, is that we don't randomly just throw them on ourselves. The ashes worn by the ancient people proclaiming themselves to be miserable failures was just a way of just immersing themselves in the ash and just being completely covered. In our, instead, in our time, the ashes take the form of a cross. They are not merely a reminder of the short lives that we live here on earth, but they are also in the shape of God's response to the way we live our lives. The cross is God's response to our sinfulness. The cross is God's response to our rebellion. God's answer to our broken nature and weakness is the cross. The ashes are placed in the shape of a cross to show God's response to our selfishness, God's response to our pride, God's response to our sin. They are in the, in the shape of the ultimate sacrifice that Jesus had and the way he poured himself out for us, gave himself not to be our accuser and stand before God and nominate how broken we are, but to be the person that heals us, the person who brings us into eternal life, the person who saves us from wrath and condemnation. For each of us, the cross of ashes proclaims to the world everything I've ever accomplished, everything I've ever failed at, all my dreams and all my fears are totally insignificant when compared to God's response to my life, when compared to God's salvation for me, for us. God is the Ancient of Days, and every single one of us is a concern for God, even the tiny little ones that come around. We are, they are all a concern. And indeed, I've often said there's always that verse that God knows every hair on your head and I don't have many, but the, he'll know whatever I've got. That's how, that's how significant we are to the Lord that created the whole universe and moves the stars in the skies every night. Through Jesus' incarnation, through his life and teaching, 
and most of all through his suffering and death upon the cross, we know that every single one of us is worth everything to God because all that was done, the death of Jesus, was specifically for you and for me, for those that went ahead of us and those who are yet to come until God calls us to heaven. You matter to God. You are important to God. Jesus, as a part of the Godhead, gave himself to wake up all of us to reality and to call every one of us back to heaven. His children, his brothers, his sisters, called back to, the, to, the, to God the Father's eternal home. Today you will be marked by the cross of ashes on your forehead. For this one day you will wear the ashes for all to view and know that you are proclaiming your sinfulness and brokenness to the world as a mark upon your forehead. But as we wear this, we also have, as Christians, we, are, we live in the resurrection times and we, we wear it as a mark of hope, the hope that all that you have is not lost because of your weakness, but instead all that has been gained because Almighty God became human and came to join us in our weakness, because the eternal word of God became human to join us in our limitations. And that is why we can gain eternal life. Even in the depths of sin, we are completely known and completely loved by our Heavenly Father, who is in the world searching for us like lost sheep, actively seeking us out to take us into his arms, into his loving arms and bring us home. As we move forward through this, this Lenten period, I remind you that God's arms are open and they're waiting. So I'm asking you to repent and turn away from things that don't serve your relationship with God so that your arms, in response to God's amazing love, can be opened and that we can be embracing God as much as God wants to embrace us and move forward with our journey into eternal life. The Lord be with you.